More Than a Movie is back with season two. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Listen to more than a movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's Rappaport's Reality Podcast. Podcast. We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Listen to Rappaport's reality with me, Kibi Rappaport. And me, Michael Rappaport, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of the On Purpose podcast. This week, I talked to Orlando Bloom in a rare interview where we went deep into how to get comfortable with fear and how to change the guilt and shame thought pattern. People say, what are you afraid of, right? I'm afraid of fear because it's like, I want to confront anything in my life that feels challenging on those levels. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome to the Hank Haney Podcast, a production of iHeartRadio. Three, two, one. Welcome to the Hank Haney Podcast, Saturday Strong Edition. Steve Johnson, the great predictor with Tim Parachka. In a new venue, by the way. Tim Parachka up in uh, northern Minnesota. New venue. Did you move last week, Tim? I did move last week. I am in the new venue. I am now a resident of the town called... Coon Rapids, Minnesota. So, um, new apartment. It's not a closet. It's a full one bedroom apartment. And uh, I'm feeling good. I'm looking good. I'm looking better than the great predictor Steve Johnson this morning. No, you're not. No, you're not. I look at your your, uh, image on the Squadcast online recording that we're doing, and you come in with this ghetto hat, and then you take off the ghetto hat, and your hair parts like you're crazy, man. Well, and then you're combing it. Then now it actually looks pretty good. This is actually, um, you know, how you got some of those uh, beanies that are polyester, and they they're for the look. This is a hundred percent merino wool. This one right here, it's to keep me warm when I'm outside, and I'm working. You know, I'm working outside, outside worker. What have you been up to this morning? Were you outside working this morning? I was actually in a meeting this morning early inside. And so you then, weren't working outside. Well, and then I went and I opened up the facility. So we've got a new guy helping me outside. His name's Jeff Mitchell. Uh, great guy. Uh, way overqualified for the job that we have him doing. But he said, hey, you know what? With the COVID, I've been out of work. I got to get to work. And uh, he's helping us out. So we appreciate it. Hmm. You said you had a busy week this week. You said you, had, you got a lot going on. What's What's going down at the Hank Haney Golf Ranch? Have you officially sold the place yet? Have you moved out? It's a, it's a, it's the season of moving. Have you moved out yet? Yes, we we're in the process of moving. Today is probably today and tomorrow are the last two days of moving out. Uh, Sixteen years at that facility, 
And, you know, it's just like any place. Like when you move from your closet in Hollywood, Minnesota to that was in Coon St. Louis Rapids, Park. That was in St. Louis Park. Park. Okay, St. Yeah. Louis Park. When you move from the closet, you'd accumulated over the years. So you've accumulated some stuff. You thought, I, I wonder if I should bring this. I wonder if I should take it with me. Am I going to use it? I haven't used it in a year, but maybe I'm going to use it. And so we'd had 16 years of that, Tim. And mm. uh, I called Hank. I said, Hank, what do you want? Um, I said, you want any of these pictures? He says, the only thing he wants, we've got these murals. We had big murals in the pro shop, him with Charles Barkley, him with Tiger Woods, him with Ray Romano, uh, and him with Michael Phelps, helping them with their golf game. You know, he did the Haney Project on the Golf Channel years ago. And so he wanted that. And then I sent him some uh, impact snaps, which he wanted. And then I also sent him some uh, flags that were written on by Marco Mira, Masters champion uh, and uh, Open Championship champion as well. And he wrote him some nice things. So I sent him those. And uh, that's all he wanted for 16 years. Did he did he open what did he open the conversation by going bod? No, not really. He's been busy too. I mean, he's he's uh, he's got a lot going on himself. So uh, no bud that time. He'll he'll bud you a few times, but no, no, I didn't get a buddy. They get a bud. Okay. Well, it's been a crazy week in the game of golf. That's. I mean, I'm thinking about all the things that happened right now. So, all right, Justin Thomas's slur. Angel Cabrera got arrested in uh, Argentina, I think, or somewhere over there. The Masters is our, the Masters and Augusta National are bringing back patrons for the April Masters. They're bringing back patrons, so that's some big news. And the other big news is that the PGA of America has separated themselves from Trump and uh, is moving the PGA Championship, which was originally supposed to be at Trump Bedminster, in 2022 to a different unknown location right now. So Steve, what, uh, what topic is, what topic has got you itching? What topic do you want to react to first? Well, I mean, they're all very interesting. Let's start. Let's go from the top down. Let's go. The first one you mentioned was JT slur. Now I took a beating on Twitter last week when I talked about his brand and him protecting his brand and all that. Now this is just the genius of the great predictor. (laughs) This is the genius of the great predictor because, I mean, up until that point, I mean, he was he was not Jordan Spieth. He wasn't Mr. America, but he was one of the top top U.S. players. That he's right behind him, though. Yeah, I mean, Justin Thomas. Yeah, he's right behind him. A lot of people love Justin Thomas. Yeah, I love Justin Thomas. Yeah, I love Justin Thomas. But I what I did say was that if he follows, you 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 tend to do what what. People you hang out with influence you. And Ricky Fowler is one of the guys he hangs out with. I know he hangs out with Tiger Woods, but uh, you know Tiger Woods is going to pass on a little information. Most of the information that Justin Thomas gets from Tiger Woods is from observation and maybe some asking questions. Uh, those guys, they, they, don't, they tend not to want to share a lot of information, but uh, he's going to learn from him. He's going to be a better person player because of Tiger Woods. But I, I made a comment that if he concentrates on his brand, he's, he's going down the wrong road. He needs to focus on the three things that we talked about last episode in episode uh, 
I forget, forget what episode it was. I think it was episode 51. Okay, so this is number 52. So in 51, I said he needed to work on three things. He needed to work on his attitude. He needed to work on his, not in any particular order, by the way. He needed to work on his uh, around the green, which he's, he has, and he's done better. And he needs to work on his short putty, which he's doing. But uh, that's the big thing that I think keeps him from being just a very dominant, and, and I know he's one of the top players, but I mean, I'm talking about a dominant player. Yeah, I just think the word attitude is thrown around way too much. I think about players that need to improve their quote-unquote attitude. Maturity. He needs some maturity on the golf course. Uh, and, the, and the two guys that enter my mind, I understand maturity and all that stuff, but John Rahm, you know, he's the guy that's often thrown the attitude cliche uh, and Justin Thomas. Mm-hmm. And these guys are the second and third ranked golfers in the world. So if I <laughs> I don't understand, Steve, maybe you can clarify for me here how you can have such a poor attitude or poor maturity on the golf course and be the second or th- and third ranked golfer in the world. Well, I mean, remember, golf is for entertainment, too. It's not just for accomplishment. And when, when a guy is bitching and complaining when he misses and he gives the theatrics and, oh, it broke this way and that way and it should have broke this way. The hand signal. Yeah. Man. I mean, people don't want to see that. I mean, one of the things that, that you admire about some of the old school golfers like Tom Watson, you didn't know if he was five under par or five over par. Jack Nicholas, you didn't know if he was five under par or five over par. I mean, he was very seldom five over par, but – I mean, it's just, it was, it was a, there was a process to them playing. Emotion and analysis was not part of the game when they were playing it. They'd analyze afterward. Everyone does. But when you're in the game, you can't analyze, oh, gosh, I thought this way, that way. Oh, that's what I mean about attitude and maturity. He's, he's, and he's doing better. His dad said that that that's what they were working on, Tim. His dad said, hey, we're working on that. Hmm. Well, it's great. The great predictor made the headlines last week. I posted an audiogram and a view and your thoughts and concerns about Justin Thomas. And, you know, the world seemed to come after you because the world loves Justin Thomas. Even Justin Thomas liked that tweet. So even Justin Thomas saw what you said, Steve. And this is, this is my thought on uh, the whole ordeal. Okay. So perhaps Justin Thomas was so motivated to prove you wrong, the quote-unquote hater. He was so motivated to prove you wrong that in the final round, or not the final round, on Saturday's round of the Century Tournament of Champions, he just completely blew up his brand. He could have. I mean, (laughs) he'll recover. I mean, one of the things that Hank asked me, you know, after he said that, oh, my gosh, he offended a bunch of people. Did he get fired? No. No, he didn't get fired. But he could have picked he could have picked many other words to describe his frustration. Uh, he could have picked a female body part. He could have uh, <laughs> he could have spoken. Uh, Why do you gotta or, go there? You know, I mean, you know, just he just he was he was upset at himself that he hit a bad putt. He missed it on the amateur side, and uh, he just uh, the real Justin Thomas came out. Now I, I don't understand the. The broadcast is for entertainment. So what is the purpose of putting uh, live 
microphones on the greens, shouldn't they have some type of delay so that there was no reason to play that? What did that do? Did it help anything? Did it help our engagement in the in the in, in the tournament? Did it help us understand a little bit more about Justin Thomas? No, none of that. I mean, it was a personal moment. It was a private moment to himself. And do we really deserve to be in on that? I mean, it just doesn't, Uh, it doesn't add to the broadcast uh, as far as I can see. Yeah, there's not a whole, yeah, I I agree with you on that. I mean, those words, I didn't feel like the broadcast was improved because we heard Justin Thomas say what he said. Right. Uh, It was a big controversy. The thing that I think about immediately when I when that happened was the quote. Uh, I keep on saying quote unquote, but the the realness of is real is realness a word? One is realness a word? I don't know. You you butcher the language so badly. I yeah, understand. yeah, I do. Anyway, the elitism in life. So okay. when Justin Thomas said what he said and did what he did on the golf course on that green. The first thing I thought of was what if the hundred ranked golfer in the world said what he said that what if the 200th ranked golfer in the world said what Justin Thomas said, they would lose their sponsorships immediately. They would lose, lose credibility immediately on the PGA tour. We might all be born equal, but we are not all treated equal. What, what Justin Thomas is getting right now is a large amount of elitism because he's a great golfer. People love Justin Thomas. The amount of people that defended Justin Thomas and said nothing should happen to him was insurmountable. There were so many people saying that. But yet, if it happened to a golfer that wasn't as good, that wasn't as great, that didn't have a major championship, that doesn't have 14 PGA Tour wins, people would be crucifying him. There weren't any articles by Christine Brennan coming out and just slashing Justin Thomas. There weren't any articles by people from Golf Channel, by people from ESPN, just killing Justin Thomas. And that's because he's a great golfer. Okay. Yeah. I mean, it, it is it is what it is, you know. I mean, and we all understand it. I mean, Justin Thomas, I... Okay, can you name who is who sponsors Justin Thomas? Titleist. Okay, that's that's one. I don't know any of the other ones. <laughs> Ralph Lauren. He wears Apollo stuff. Okay, but other than that, I tell you what, I couldn't tell you who he represents. It doesn't make any difference to me. Um, so, I mean, I, I, I'm putting some of this on the network, and why in the world would you air that when there's no purpose to it? Unless yeah. you're trying to create some controversy. Yeah. Why in the world would you put that on there? I think they overvalue. Maybe we can talk about this after the break, but I think they overvalue the amount of chatter there is between player and player and player and caddy. Like, do you ever, Steve, do you feel like you get anything when you hear Justin Thomas talking with Jimmy Johnson? Yeah, I, I like it. Here's why. There's different approaches to motivate. You're looking at a, a player that's one of the top players and a caddy that's one of the top caddies. You're looking at a way that a, that uh, a caddy can influence the player's decision by what he says. Yeah, when we listen to Michael Greller and Jordan Spieth, we can hear the frustration in the voice. We can hear 
the uh, the like with Michael when he'll he'll make some comments sometimes that he's he's just like he's frustrated with with uh, just or with uh, Jordan just because of the way he responds sometimes. I like it does add to. That's why they have hot mics out there. But 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 the thing is, when a guy is hitting in a, a two foot putt and he says something to himself, it just does not add anything to the broadcast. Yeah. Two two people ca- talking about preparing for a shot and what they're considering in preparing for that shot. That's valuable for me. I like it. That's why I like going to tournaments. We get up close and personal. We can hear what they're saying. We can see what their their concerns are. We get a much better flavor for what type of shot they're trying to hit. We get, we feel the elements and all that. And when we can hear that on TV, I think that really helps the broadcast. I think it helps us. It's like we're getting inside of the NASCAR and we're, we're, we're hearing the guy talking to his pit crew. I like yeah. it. I like it a lot. Yeah, that's I, I that's fair. I would say that's fair. Maybe have hot mics in the fairway when player and caddy are talking, but get rid of the hot mics in the cups. Yeah, this isn't the first time this has happened. Um, one of my favorites, uh, Patrick Reed, same thing happened. He called himself the, almost that same thing, hmm. uh, the slur, and he took a he took a beating on it too. Yeah, interesting. Well, when we come back, I'm not sure what we're going to talk about, but the great predictor and I are going to have a hefty, hefty, hefty conversation during the break to figure out what's next it's the sony open week on the pga tour i'm sure the great predictors got some guarantees coming up i've got a guarantee as well last week i just missed out on it maybe we'll talk about that next but first go to voodoopainrelief.com right now for a free two-week supply of voodoo pain relief cream it will take care of your aches it'll take care of your pains this product is guaranteed to help you It's guaranteed to help you. It's guaranteed to help your friend, your mom, your father, your kids. Rub some on your calves. Rub some on your neck. Rub some on your forehead if you have a a headache, if you work out, if your back's sore, if you have a desk job, if you're working from home like I do, and your back sore, Voodoo Pain Relief Cream is guaranteed to help you. Steve, help me on this next word. It's a patented product. Is that the word? It's patented patented product it's a pat it's a patented Listen, product here's what we do the great predictor we break it down pat 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 tent pat tent patented patented there you go there you go patented product it's a patented product so go to voodoopainleaf.com right now for a free two-week supply we'll be right back on the hank Kenny podcast it's the Kia Summer Sticker Sales Event, so give your friends something to look at, like a B&B with an ocean view, an endless field of wildflowers, or a sunset that needs no filter. Make this a summer to share and save with a capable Kia SUV or powerful sedan. See your local Kia dealer or visit Kia.com to learn more. Kia, movement that inspires. Call 800-334-KIA for details. Always drive safely. Sale applies to purchase of specially tagged 2024 vehicles only. Quantities are limited. Must take delivery by 7824. More Than a Movie is back with season two of the award-winning film podcast, and this time with a lot more movies. I'm your host, Alex Fumero, and each week I'm going to talk to the people behind some of my favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny. 
the warmth of Fredo and the coldness of Michael. To the OG spy kid, Alexa Penavega. You had Carlo Gugino, who's the coolest mom ever. You had Antonio, who's handsome, amazing, charismatic. And then Carvin and Juni. I felt like a lot of other kids felt like this could be me. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Every episode will feature interviews with the biggest actors, directors, writers, and producers behind your favorite films and tap into the history of Latinos in film. Listen to More Than a Movie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's, Rappaport's Reality, Reality Podcast. Podcast. We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're talking tea, we're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Here are some examples of what you'll hear from us on Rappaport's reality podcast. This is where we discuss all things reality TV, all things popular culture. And a little bit of... Rappaport's reality, the reality of bit. us. We're a figuring out. And if we had been recording these last four or five days, it, it would have been, Ooh, a, been the juicy. podcast would have taken a, a, a left turn. Listen to Rappaport's reality with me, Kibi Rappaport. And me, Michael Rappaport, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. Welcome back to the Saturday Strong Hank Haney podcast. Tim, the great pronunciator, he's working on it, folks. He's working on it. He's, he's got a long way to go, but he's doing He's He's taking your comments. So please send us comments. Hey, Tim didn't pronounce this word right, but he got this one right. I'm, I'm proud of him. He's working <laughs> on it. He's a professional. So let's uh, just keep encouraging him. Yeah. But uh, Sony Open. Now, this is one of the tournaments. We talked about this before we started. We, before we went 3-2 on record, we talked about it. <gasps> if Tim Parachka were the commissioner of the PGA Tour, the Sony Open probably would not happen, would it, Tim? Is that one of your, is that one of your big tournaments? Or? Yes, the Sony Open would not happen. Okay. Okay. So, so your, your contention is there's too many events. We, we, they're, they're all just kind of blending together. We don't know which, you know, players don't, don't play the top players. We don't have many top players playing this week, do we? I just think this, well, let me start off by saying this. The Century Tournament of Champions was last week, and the Century Tournament of Champions last week offered one of the best fields of the year already. And it's ridiculous that the Century has to go up against NFL Wild Card Weekend. NFL Wild Card Weekend is king. It's the biggest weekend to that point in the NFL. All eyes are on NFL. All eyes are on NFL. And last week, nine of the top 10 players in the World Golf Rankings were playing in the Century Tournament of Champions. So in my opinion, I think the Century just got absolutely hosed last week. A great field, a great event. They're in Hawaii. Great pictures, great views. Nobody's watching. No one was watching the event. This week, it's even worse because there's only two players in the top 10 of the world golf rankings, Colin Morikawa and Webb Simpson. So last week, it was funny because I got a tweet from Keith Horton, my man, Keith Horton. 
he tweeted and said the Century Tournament of Champions should be a weekly event to avoid wild card weekend in the NFL. And I had the exact same thoughts last week on the Hank Haney podcast. I didn't share them yet, so I don't want to say I'm stealing Keith's take, but I definitely thought about it. And the more I thought about it, the better the idea seemed. So this week, the Sony Open, I remember last week when we recorded, Steve, I said my cause of death was watching the Sony Open because the last three holes, last two holes, Brandon Steele, you know, hit one like way out of bounds. They couldn't find his ball. The last two holes in the event lasted 45 minutes and no big names were at the top of the leaderboard. The Sony Open would be gonzo, rejected, see you later, see you never on the PGA Tour if I was commissioner. Ooh, wow. That's a hot opinion right there. Here's 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 why that's never going to happen though, Tim. Here's yeah. why they're not going to they're not going to It's unfortunate that the NFL is conflicting and this week's the same thing. I mean, you know, we got the we got the playoffs still. We have got the the two young quarterbacks. What do we have uh uh Mark Jackson, Boy, Josh Allen. We got well, we got uh, Kansas City playing uh the Browns. The Browns, yeah, Cleveland. So you got the two two really good young quarterbacks, uh, exciting game plans. Uh, at best, this week, the golf is just a background TV. Just uh, while you're getting ready for bed, especially those on the East Coast because it comes on late, uh, getting ready for bed, let's just tune it up and see what's going on over there in Hawaii. That's it. Yeah. But uh, your contention is, is that there's just too many events um, it's it, there's a conflict between the motivation of the PGA Tour, Jay Monahan, who's compensated by giving more playing opportunities for his players and entertainment value because the players can't play every week. They can't pay, play 52 weeks. They're not going to do that. So we just got to uh, consign ourselves to feel, hey, this is going to be his background TV for at least – 40 of the 52 weeks this year, hey, it's background television. Yeah, that's, I mean, that's an accurate statement. It's background television. But this is my question for you, Steve. So a couple of years ago, I don't know, year and a half, two years ago, the PGA Tour made a big announcement, which was talking about, which was detailing, which was saying that the Tour Championship was going to be moved up. They were going to get rid of a playoff event because they wanted to avoid the start of the NFL season during the FedEx Cup playoffs, during the Tour Championship, during you know the big finale on right. the PGA Tour. Mm-hmm. So if they're doing that to avoid game one of the NFL season, why are they not avoiding NFL wildcard weekend, which is so much higher than week one? NFL wildcard weekend blows week one out of the water. And the PGA Tour is just saying, eh, we're just going to sit by and watch. Yeah. Well, I mean, they, they run out of weeks. I mean, if they only have 35 weeks of, of tournaments, then they could push it back into mid-February. So exactly. You go, have 35 tournaments. There you go. Well, that, it, it all ends up, all roads lead to less tournaments in terms of the Tim Parachka analysis. So even you think there's no way you can believe in 52 tournaments a year. No, but I I don't mind background TV either. I don't mind it. 
Mm. It doesn't yeah. have, it doesn't all have to be Tiger Woods sinking a 12 footer to win the tournament by one, you know, it doesn't yeah. have to finish like that. I, I don't mind. I enjoy watching golf. Although a lot of these guys, I got to tell you, a lot of the guys are going to show this week. You've never seen before because they're either new to golf or because it's in Hawaii, they get a lot of, they've got some exemptions for the Japanese tour. They've got some exemptions for the uh, Australasian tour, the, the, uh, Korean tour. Uh, they've got a lot of golf fans in Asia that uh, want to see Asian players play on the PGA tour. And this is their opportunity. Hmm. All right. Well, let's take our second break on the Hank Candy podcast. Coming up next, we are going to share our guarantees of the week. The great predictors got some guarantees and I got a guarantee um, for the Sony open, which nobody is going to watch, but we're going to provide our guarantees anyway, because it's entertaining radio. Um, and then I also have a big surprise, a big dick surprise of the week, a big dick McGee surprise of the week. That's coming up next. <laughs> so go to HaneyUniversity.com right now where Hank has free daily golf tips available for your viewing pleasure. You can get better at golf. You can get better at managing your game. You can get better at the short game, putting, driving, iron game. Hank has all these tips available at HaneyUniversity.com. Plus, he has great, amazing practice aids available for you to purchase. He's got his book, an impact snap. He's got practice putting greens, all available at HaneyUniversity.com. We'll be right back on the Hank Haney Podcast, episode 52 of the Saturday Strong. It's the Kia Summer Sticker Sales Event, so give your friends something to look at, like a B&B with an ocean view, an endless field of wildflowers, or a sunset that needs no filter. Make this a summer to share and save with a capable Kia SUV or powerful sedan. See your local Kia dealer or visit Kia.com to learn more. Kia, movement that inspires. Call 800-334-KIA for details. Always drive safely. Sale applies to purchase of specially tagged 2024 vehicles only. Quantities are limited. Must take delivery by 7824. More Than a Movie is back with season two of the award-winning film podcast. And this time with a lot more movies. I'm your host, Alex Fumero, and each week I'm going to talk to the people behind some of my favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the OG spy kid, Alexa Penavega. You had Carlo Gugino, who's the coolest mom ever. You had Antonio, who's handsome, amazing, charismatic, and then Carvin and Juni. I felt like a lot of other kids felt like this could be me. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Every episode will feature interviews with the biggest actors, directors, writers, and producers behind your favorite films and tap into the history of Latinos in film. Listen to More Than a Movie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's, Rappaport's Reality, reality Podcast. Podcast. We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're talking tea, we're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Here are some examples of what you'll hear from us on Rappaport's Reality Podcast. This is where we discuss all things reality TV, all things popular culture. And a little bit of 
Rappaport's reality, the reality of bit. us. We're a figuring out. And if we had been recording these last four or five days, Ooh. it, it would have been, been the podcast juicy. would have taken a, a, a left turn. Listen to Rappaport's reality with me, Kibi Rappaport. And me, Michael Rappaport, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. Okay, Tim, segment three, we're starting out 2021 really strong. You making predictions, you making uh, guarantees. I'm not into the guarantee. I'm into the prediction, but not the guarantee. <laughs> but let's not bury the lead here in uh, segment three. Let's hear the Big Dick McGee uh, uh, shocker of the week. Okay, so the this comes courtesy of listeners, okay? So um, I was checking out the Great Predictor 1 Twitter and I was checking out your mentions because you just got absolutely obliterated last week on social media. And uh, even th- that was unfair because you were highly complimentary of Justin Thomas. You compared him to a Hall of Famer. So I was checking out the Great Predictor's mentions, checking out people's tweets towards the Great Predictor. And someone sent you something in regards to Kevin Kisner. Uh, Kevin Kisner, it says, there's a headline on Barstool Sports and Golf.com. Um, had a headline surrounding it as well. It says, Kevin Kisner gave the perfect answer when asked why he shows up to tournaments he knows he can't win. (laughs) So people ask Kevin Kisner, I don't know if it was this week at the Sony Open, it must have been, I don't even know if he's playing, but golf.com tweeted the video on January 13th saying, Kisner knows how to make a good living on the PGA Tour. And Kisner accepts the fact and admits the fact that he can't win at every PGA Tour venue there is on the PGA Tour. Kisner flat out states that he cannot win at Bethpage Black, where the PGA Championship was last year. He comes out and says, I cannot win here. The, and, and then the, uh, the uh, reporter asks Kisner, then why do you show up? Because you, and then Kisner responds, because you get a lot of money for finishing 20th. Yeah, what a great answer that is. It's honest. Yeah, but you know what? The, the, you don't know. There, there are certain courses that players would have advantages on and players, other players would have disadvantages on. But I can remember back, this was 2008, um, one of my players was up at the PGA Championship, and it was to be played at Oak Hill Country Club in Oakland Hills Country Club, Bluefield, Michigan. I called uh, the caddy. Uh, his name was uh, Andy. Oh gosh, Andy something something. Andy Sutton was his name. He caddied okay. for he caddied for for Ben Curtis. When I called him on Tuesday, I was down here in Dallas. I called him on Tuesday. They're up at the tournament, and uh, Andy said he's an English guy. He said, "Hey Steve, don't look for us to be around on the weekend." He said, "This course is way too long for us. It is way too long for us." There's no way we're going to make it to the weekend. I said, well, just, hey, I just tried to encourage him. Hey, you know, just let's get some good work done and, you know, make sure that he's, he's sticking with the plan. All okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, with 11 holes to go in the PGA Championship at Oakland Hills Country Club, Bloomfield, Michigan, Ben Curtis was leading by three shots with 11 holes to play. So you never know. Now, he didn't win. Padraig Harrington won. But he came in second place. He had every opportunity. Remember, we, Hank talks about 
if you're if you're on the lead or tied for the lead with nine holes left, you've got a damn good chance of winning that tournament. And it wasn't like he was playing against Tiger Woods. He was playing against Padraig Harrington. And uh, he tied Sergio Garcia, Ben Curtis did, for second place. But that was a course early in the week. They said, hey, you know what? I got no chance to win. Ben Curtis was up there to try to win that tournament. And he almost did. So it's for Kevin Kisner to say, hey, I, I know I can't win that tournament. I'm just here for the money. I'm just here, you know, I'm just here to be seen. Uh, I don't think that's good form. Hmm. It may be honest form. It may be honest form, but it's not good form. Yeah, I would agree with that. I mean, to completely eliminate yourself from winning the tournament before the tournament even starts. Yeah. It just doesn't seem very competitive. It just seems very, I'm just going to cave. I'm just going to give up. I'm just going to, you know. Uh, it's okay to be there for the money, but to just say you're not going to win. Well, you're the big guarantee. You're the the one that likes to guarantee. Would you guarantee that Mike Weir would win the Masters? Would you guarantee that? No. How about Zach Johnson winning the Masters? Would you guarantee that? Absolutely not. Yeah, but they did. And that's the difference probably between Kevin Kisner and Zach Johnson. It's true. It's true. Now, when they do have the opportunity to win, even though going into tournaments, they think that they don't, when they do have an opportunity to win, they think they can win. And that's why they're great competitors. So, I mean, Kevin Kisner uh, is, I mean, I I really don't know him that well. I've observed him from uh, close quarters. I've heard what he says. I've seen him spit on the greens. (sighs) Yeah. Lack of respect for anyone else on the, in the field. I've seen that in him, and it doesn't surprise me that he would say that. Yeah. All right, let's move on to our guarantees of the week, unless the great predictor. Do you have a big Dick McGee? Do you have a big Dick McGee this week? No big Dick McGee for me. Okay, that's okay. All right. Um, so let's move on to our guarantee. So last week, I missed out on my guarantee by one stroke, and it was so frustrating. I said, Justin Thomas, I guarantee that he's going to win the Century Tournament of Champions, and he finished one stroke behind um, the winner. Well, he finished one stroke behind getting into a playoff. So it was close. Uh, this week, my guarantee, I've got one. Well, I got a couple guarantees. My first guarantee is that the Sony Open will have less than a .20 rating on television. The rating will be below a .20. My second guarantee, and this is a player, my second guarantee is that Webb Simpson will finish in the top 10 at the Sony Open. So after the first round, we're recording after the first round, but I had this take before the tournament started. That's why you know I'm sharing it with the great predictor now. Webb Simpson is tied for 10th after the first round in the Sony Open. His history at this golf course, last year he finished third. In 2018, he finished fourth. In 2017 and 2016, he finished 13th. So he's always been in the top 10 or has always flirted with the top 10. So my other guarantee of the week is that Webb Simpson finishes in the top 10. So go to your betting websites and place a bet that Webb Simpson will finish in the top 10. What's that going to pay? I don't know. Man, he's probably the top ranked player in this event, isn't he? Uh, actually, Colin Morikawa is at fifth. Okay. All right. Well, um, I don't have anything as bold as that for a prediction. 
But here's what I'm going to predict. I'm going to predict the Kansas City Chiefs victory over the Cleveland <laughs> Browns is what I'm going to predict. <laughs> oh, my gosh. You're, that's so weak. Now, I don't think it's going to be easy, but I think that they're going to get it in golf. Let's see in golf. I, I, I predict, uh, man. I mean, we could have a first-time winner here this week. I mean, this would be a, this would be a great opportunity for someone to break through because on the top of the leaderboard, Peter Malnati, Jason Kokrak, who won his first time last year, Joaquin Neiman, who had a good showing last week, came in second place after the loss in the playoff. Vaughn Taylor, getting older. Jim Herman, old guy. Uh, Aaron Badley, back on the tour. He shot six under. Pretty, pretty darn good. Um, here's what I think. I think Daniel Berger's got a good chance of winning this tournament. He played well okay. last week. Uh, I'm picking Daniel Berger. I'm not picking top 10. I'm picking number one, first winner. Okay, let's go. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I'm feeling good about that. I, I go double play on that one. I found the betting line for Webb Simpson in the top 10. So it's minus 150. So in order to win $100 on that bet, you need to place 150 on Webb Simpson. Um, it's not, there's not a whole lot of money involved there, but it's a guarantee. It's a guarantee. Webb Simpson. Great history at this golf course. Steve, any wise words to part the listener with? Well, I mean, you know, uh, we heard about my bout with uh, the COVID. So I'm, I'm, my, my wisdom is wear a mask, stay six feet away, no hugging. You, you got to remember this, Tim, because you're engaged right now. No hugging, <laughs> uh, no close quarters, no cuddling, no spooning. There will be no spooning. I'm a big fan of the spoon. Really? Well, yeah, feels pretty good. Stay safe, and uh, we just don't want we, we just we want to get by this. We want to open up again. I mean, there's California. They're they're clo- they're tight, man. They're they're closed down. So you're back in Texas, though. I am back in Texas, the great Republic of Texas, and uh, a lot of these Californians are, are following me out here too. Man, yeah. All righty. All right, we got a big week on the PGA Tour next week, and we cannot wait to react to all of it. I'm sure there'll be more breaking news stories for the great predictor to share his wise words on. Thank you, everybody, for listening. Follow all of us on Twitter at Hank Caney, at Great Predictor One for Steve Johnson. If you want to tweet at him, tweet at him at Great Predictor One. You can tweet at me at Tim Parachka. Email the Hank Caney podcast, hankcaneygolf at outlook.com. Send your golf swings in a down-the-line video to golf schools with an S at hankcaney.com. Golf schools at hankcaney.com. Take care. Stay safe. Here we go, Steve. Leave the flag stick in because it's a statistical advantage. Hit bombs and make putts. We'll talk to you next week. Thanks, Tim. Thanks, Steve. The Hank Haney Podcast is a production of iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael 
to the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Listen to more than a movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's, Rappaport's Reality, Reality Podcast. Podcast. We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Listen to Rappaport's reality with me, Kibi Rappaport. And me, Michael Rappaport, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of the On Purpose podcast. This week, I talked to Orlando Bloom in a rare interview where we went deep into how to get comfortable with fear and how to change the guilt and shame thought pattern. People say, what are you afraid of, right? I'm afraid of fear because it's like, I want to confront anything in my life that feels challenging on those levels. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. 